So welcome to the second episode of the Red Review podcast. Hi, Jeremy. Hello, mate. How are we doing? Good. We managed to make it to episode two. Ex-commitment. Showing commitment here. Most unlikely. Where are you recording from today? Uh, I've made it home again today. You're not at home, though, are you? No, I'm in meeting room 3.1 in the office. Was that my favourite meeting room at Mace? I'm not. No, three point three was my favourite. I think. Yeah, three point three is the is the bid war room, right? Yeah, it's majestic. Wonderful. So for those uh, listening, Mace has a a bid war room that is only bookable by the bid team, and it is uh, you can only only get into it if you are put on the security group to get through the door on the on your buzzer. So none of those pesky project teams can come and steal your meeting room. It literally is just for the bid team. And it's, and it's got wide, whiteboards and flip charts and massive telly. Oh yeah, oh that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's also the other end of the office from my desk, and three point one is uh, two meters from my desk, so I'm sitting in three point one. Uh, fair play. Okay. Um. So, um, episode two. Who have we got on the podcast today then? Uh, we've got Charlotte Reese from Women in Bids and Proposals today. AKA Whipap. Whipap, yes. Which I still think sounds funny, but um, Whipap. Well, um, we did check bit... with her. We did check with her, and that's what she calls it. So yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're aligned. Yeah. And um, our first interview as well. So let's hope it's not a complete car crash. Yes, let's see how the technology pans out for us. <laughs> so what have you been up to the past couple of weeks then? Uh, motoring along with Morgan Sindel on that client development program stuff. And I have to say, I've been having a lovely time as well working with a um, mate of mine who owns a scaffolding firm. Um, and working with him and my wife, Jules, uh, who's doing his marketing uh, coming up with, in effect, a proposition kit uh, that he can roll out for his future proposals and bids. Um, and he, we've, we've just developed all the content out and he absolutely loves it. Um, and it is way in advance of what his competitors uh, will wow. be doing. So um, it, it's been a real joy just it, just working with someone so enthusiastic and that it will make a fairly big difference for, I think. So that, that's been, so my wife's building out his website so it's all got the same messaging you know we've got a consistent message out all that sort of stuff so that's 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 probably been the most fun thing i think i've been doing in the last couple of weeks i thought you were going to say you'd gone back on the tools you're a secret scaffolder <laughs> no i've been on the tools as in i've written him an executive summary uh, which is the people who have worked in my big teams will know me actually doing work as opposed to sitting in meeting rooms is something to behold um, so yeah, and I've, I've been tapping away on a keyboard, which is probably as close to being on the tools as I get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I um, I've had a less, uh, a slightly less exciting couple of weeks, I'm afraid. Well, no, I, I coached a couple of interview teams, and, and one one has won, so that's that's a good win. I can't Excellent. say what I can't say what yet, but it's a no. big big high profile. 80-ish 80 consultants deployed if, uh, at, the, uh, at the peak. So that's, that's not bad. It will grow. And the other one is one for one of our teams overseas. So um, the final BAFO went in on Tuesday. So fingers crossed on that one. But you know what the most exciting thing I've done in the past couple of weeks? What's I that? cleared my garage out 
and put it into a storage unit because my new tenant wants to use my garage in my in my house. Uh, I thought you were going to say it was having lunch with me on Saturday, but anyway. Oh, it was, yeah. That, no, I, that just, was I just remembered that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, took our pictures for this, didn't we? Yeah, the photo. I, I, I think, I don't think by now when this goes out, the the new, like slightly updated branding with our awkward faces, like awkward smiling faces, will be on it. But I think in the next couple of weeks, the branding will be updated with me and you standing yeah. around. We'll, we'll trail it. We're trailing it. Why not? Yeah. You heard it here first. Me and Jeremy doing a photo shoot in East London. I live in like, well, I live next door, as you found out, in a very Instagrammable new build development. I don't live in the development. I live next door to it. Um, and we became those knobheads who stand in the street and take photos <laughs> and do Instagram photo shoots in the street. Because we literally did. all weekend there are kids doing it, like lying on the floor or like posing on the street doing it. And we became those people. I feel, oh, that's that's a really bad way to start the podcast. Now I feel I feel really I feel really silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is standard for me, mate. <laughs> is that an average weekend to do a photo shoot with your wife? Yeah, pretty standard. Right, shall we bring Charlotte in then? Yes, let's go for it. So, Charlotte, welcome to the Red Review podcast. Hiya, thanks for having me. Um, so we're going to talk today about WIBAP, um, what you've been up to with it in your conference. But before we begin, do you want to give us a little introduction to kind of your background, what you do and, and what you're up to? Sure. Um, so I'm Charlotte Reese. Um, full time, I'm a bid manager at NG Bailey. And then on the side, um, I run women in bids and proposals with a lovely team um, a bit of background I started in bids as a bid and proposals apprentice so that's something that's uh, becoming an actual government apprenticeship very very soon but I was part of the pilot group back in I think it was 2013 and since then I've worked in the NG Bailey IT services division and more recently their facilities services division so doing bids for the past six and a half, seven years now. Wow. I didn't realise that the apprenticeship was still going on because I I was in the Trailblazer group, but it just seemed to kind of um, die a death. Yeah, I think um, they are in the stages of getting funding. It's all approved by the government and it's just, uh, I think, waiting to be properly launched. So, yes, but we was the pilot group, so slightly different to how it is now i think mm, interesting so charlotte we should talk about the conference that happened last week yes um so give us a bit of an overview as to how the conference came about first of all i think so when we launched WIBAP last year um we asked everyone what they wanted to see from the group. And one of the things that people kept coming to us with is that they wanted a conference that was actually in the day, not an evening event, a full day with learning, with speakers, with lots of fun, exciting stuff. So uh, that's pretty much what we did. So um, we decided to do it basically just after the anniversary of when we launched the group um, give people time to get tickets sorted and for us to actually arrange it as well. 
fantastic um so how did you find the event what's the feedback been like well i really enjoyed the event um and so far we've had some great feedback a lot of people saying that we need to do one again next year so uh already putting the pressure on us i uh i think for a first event it covered quite a few different topics that were quite a range so mixture of opinions on what was more beneficial but everyone said they did take some good stuff away that I've spoken to which is the main thing and we're mm. currently getting all of the conference feedback in now so we can actually do some uh, valuable reporting on what everyone thought take their uh, kind of criticisms if there are any and hopefully make then next year an even better one was one yeah. of the criticisms who on earth was that chap Jeremy on the stage and why did he waffle on so long <laughs> potentially <laughs> cheers mate so, no so, lots of good you... feedback about your session Jeremy I will tell you more about it once we've had everything in thank you who did you have speaking then was it was it a full day you said yep so it was a full day we had three key speaker sessions so we had Jeremy we had Lorraine and Pippa who are from strategic proposals and underwrite me and they did a whole piece on working with salespeople um called salespeople are from Mars they also did um part of our panel discussion as well along with Jeremy and Pippa Birch who works for Pipster Solutions and um, she talked all about working from home and flexible working and actually how businesses and people can just generally consider their work-life balance more so it was really interesting I had Pippa speak a couple of years ago I think it was the APMP conference yeah she did like a thing on it was kind of safari themed and, and if you went to the talk you got a free goodie bag which was kind of all filled with like an explorer's map and stuff. So, I, of course, and it was, it was what I used to bring my lunch into work for years because it was like a little call bag. So it was, it was quite cool. But, um, that, that one always stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a brilliant session. Really good. Oh, um, you said you had um, Lorraine from Strategic Proposals. Yeah. I think she's really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. Trying to put it out there. She'll probably never listen to this, so she'll never hear me gushing. But I, I think she's, I think she's fantastic. I, I went to a dinner with her a few, probably last year, um, and a few other bid people, and yeah, just like really, really switched on, really good. Yeah, her and uh, Pippa did a really good session. I think even if it's not specifically about salespeople, I think it's really relatable struggling to get content and having to try and get on the same page about things. So I think it was really, really valuable for a lot of people. How did you find it, Jeremy? Was that, was that your first sort of conference running a session? Um, for my own business, yes. Um, so, yeah, I, found, I, was, I said to Charlotte, I think, uh, another time that I found it a bit weird that uh, I've been presenting on behalf of other people's businesses for nearly 20 years or something, and I think I'm really, relatively proficient at it. I certainly like the sound of my own voice anyway. Um, but I was quite nervous when it comes to my own stuff. Um, and particularly, actually, my, the, the content of my speech wasn't about my business at all. It was, it was about career development for people and how to break out of those corporate models and all that sort of stuff and uh, you know, be entrepreneurial bid people. Um, so it's a subject that I really cared about. But, um, yeah, you would think I would be nervous because I was standing up in front of 120 women or whatever it was. 
but it wasn't that at all. I have to say the audience were absolutely fantastic. We had a, it was a great attendance of what felt to me to be like the top 10 or 20% kind of people, uh, real performers who want to push the edge of the envelope because some of the questions were really quite challenging, but in a really good, positive way. It was, and it was a really positive vibe as well. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that. I've not had that at a bidding thing before ever, I think. Uh, there was a real sort of spirited, positive, in it together kind of feel in the room. And um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I was sorry, I, was, I think um, I probably forgot 20% of what I was meant to say and made up a new additional 20% as well. <laughs> um, but all, I guess all the best speeches are like that. I, I made the mistake of going for big hero images, Mike. So there's, there was nothing on the slides in terms of <laughs> bullet points or whatever. It was completely by memory or sort of just some little notes I had on cards. And um, yeah, it's quite easy to lose your way when you're doing that. So, um, so yeah, it was the first time I've done something that was my business. Um, and I, I think I did okay, but um, stiff competition with Lorraine, I have to say. You're quite right, Mike. She's magnificent. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah, stiff competition. I think you did brilliantly. I was very impressed with all of the sessions. I think they fitted in so well because we did a poll back last year asking everyone what their top challenges were. And luckily, our main sessions were all trying to tackle their problems so for example Jeremy's session was actually that so many people said to us that bidding people don't really have a long-term career path so they get kind of as far as they can and then they report into sales or business development or someone else and actually where are they meant to go from there so it was I think really valuable for those people who did say that that was their problem. And it was a lot of quite a high percentage of the group who did respond that said that. How, how did you find time to arrange a conference whilst being a full-time bid manager? Like I'm sitting in the office now at seven 30 of night. I've still got in fact, the cleaners just tied away my, the rest of my dinner. Um, I've still got like a document to review before I go home. Like, how do you how do you find time um i'm quite lucky well i say lucky my partner works shift work so uh when he's not around at the weekend i take full advantage of being able to uh have some peace and quiet <laughs> so yeah. ho- hopefully he doesn't go on linkedin or find this um and also <laughs> uh i've got a great team of people behind WIBAP as well who've been very very helpful they're like my advice board as well as people like jeremy and lorraine being able to go to them asking for help Mm. so um 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 i've lost my questions so what, what was the big success then what, what, what do you think if there was one thing that you uh, were particularly pleased about what do you think it was i think for me it was just the atmosphere um it was really really buzzing and positive and uh i heard we, we ran a minibus from the local stations and apparently everyone who was on it straight away was really excited all talking there wasn't this kind of quiet atmosphere where people were on their phones waiting to get there they all started talking straight away and that kind of continued I think throughout the day we really really struggled to get everyone to stop talking in between the sessions (laughs) that's true it was a little unruly actually yes I have to say it was a bit unruly but I, I take that as a positive it was really actually nice to see people so kind of eager to chat to people and actually get their thoughts across so yeah that's it for me 
Interesting. Jeremy, what do you think? Because you, you were there. Big, biggest success of the day, obviously, apart from your speech, which I'm sure was uh, your session. Oh, it probably, sure yeah, it probably wasn't my speech. Um, I, as, as an aside, I, I really liked, uh, it's a silly thing to point, but I really liked the icebreaker. Um, Charlotte had this great idea where they had big brown paper on the tables and they asked us some questions and people had to write their answers and then join uh, with pen across the table, uh, literally draw on the table, as it were linking up who had the same answers and it, you could talk about that. It was a, it was a really good icebreaker actually. Oh, um, I, I, I quite enjoyed that. That was really good. Um, that was just a little side thing. Um, like I say, so I, I, anyone coming to one of your training sessions will now be experiencing that as a, uh, as an icebreaker. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't rip off every good idea. I see just, just, <laughs> just most. Um, but I, and I, I think a, another key success was that the lunch was good, actually, because that meant people could go and uh, have a bit of a chat and network and all that sort of stuff, because bidding people don't get to talk to other bidding people um, in other companies very often, um, and particularly in a, in a positive forum like that. So I, I thought that was that was really good, because unlike a lot of events, it wasn't the same old crowd, because this well, might be because it was the first time it's ever been done, but... Um, there was lot. There were lots of people who were strangers and sort of introducing themselves and what do you do and how do you find this and you know you get the classic stories then of oh I'm not alone and everybody else feels that way or everybody else has that problem or that kind of thing. So I, I think that was perhaps not supposed to be a core success, but it, it certainly was. I think was, was that networking bit. Yeah, I had a lot of people actually saying they could have done with a, a longer conference and more time to talk to people. Mm. Wow, that's that. That has to be a um, a real good bit of feedback, then, isn't it? That people people wanted more. Yeah. So um, I have to ask you, and and oh, you, you can you can tell us. And I promise you, no one's listened to the podcast, so it's fine. What <laughs> what went wrong on the day then? What was, did you know? What what was the bit that that didn't go quite to plan? The worst thing that happened was that we ordered uh, some notebooks with our logos on. Um, and they were meant to arrive the week before. And I sat in waiting for them and they never turned up all weekend. Kind of every time the door went thinking this has got to be them and it wasn't them. Um, so on the actual day, I was uh, being Jules who were sat there trying to get hold of the company, trying to work out where they are. And we got them rerouted to the conference. So we thought everything was sorted. And then Jules spoke to them and they said, um, Oh, they've been delivered to uh, number 17. So obviously it hadn't been rerouted. And I live in a new build estate where actually half the house numbers are wrong and people don't live in the houses. So I ended up sending my family to try and find them, finding out that no one lives in number 17. So they had to knock on pretty much every door until they found the no. notebooks and bring them to the conference. <laughs> but, and then we just carefully put them on the tables at the break and everyone went, oh, that was such a nice surprise. We didn't expect them. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what we wanted to do in the break. It wasn't meant yeah. to be there right in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we've given, you've given away your secret now. No one knew that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so think much. they probably saw us stressing out about it. So <laughs> it wasn't a secret. No, I think you covered that up well. Someone, <laughs> someone nicked mine, Charlotte. Um, I have to say, they, they, in fairness, they did come and tell me they were nicking it. But yeah, they, I think their their boss couldn't make it, so they took mine to give to their boss. So there we go. I'll, I'll give you a spare one. 
Oh, are you like me? You've got like cupboards full of this. I stuff do there. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. So, um, what's next then for for WebApp? Is it because you do do you do evening stuff? Is that right? Yeah, so we've got some uh, evening social events planned. Um, the ones coming up are actually going to have some key speakers as well, which is nice. So kind of like mini evening events that have, you know, some drinks and nibbles or potentially a speaker session. Um, hopefully some new regions as well. Hopefully one in Reading coming up. And uh, hopefully a conference next year if everyone feels like that's the right way to go as i said we've had a lot of people saying that they would definitely come to one next year so hopefully we'll uh start planning that as well wow it's a competition then jeremy for the breakfast events <laughs> oh no it's yeah it's all it's all good stuff very complimentary very complimentary um so we, we didn't ask charlotte about the rest of the team did we and so and, and the regions as well so what what regions have you got covered at the moment and who's who's in your team so at the minute, um, I've got Vicky up in the north. So she's done an event in Leeds. And I think she's looking to do some others, kind of slightly other locations in the north to be able to get a fair distribution. Um, I've got Thelony in Birmingham. She's run quite a few events. And I think her next one is at the end of April as well. Um, I've got Hannah, who helps me out in London because... London ones are always uh, a little bit more busy, as you would expect. Hopefully one in Reading, which is quite convenient for me. Um, and then we've also got a team in the, or a group in the East Midlands, looking for someone to kind of take ownership of that at the minute. But yeah, we're we're hoping to just go anywhere that people feel like there's a need for it because all it all it needs really is a couple of people who all want to get together it doesn't necessarily have to be a speaking event it could just be going for a few drinks or catching up for coffee at some point with a group of people just giving people those contacts in their local areas particularly for people who might work as a team of one or freelance and don't really get the time to bounce ideas off other people yeah and and how does this all work with other organisations like APMP and that sort of stuff? Um, APMP, there's a lot of people um, that have actually been to my event that are also kind of part of the APMP are heavily involved as well. I think they go quite nicely hand in hand. Um, our main goal is just to create more and more opportunities for people to network and, uh, yeah, meet some new friends, hopefully. So if there was if there was one final thing then for someone who would be thinking about your conference next year, mm. what, what's the big pitch? The big pitch. Um, let me think about this. It needs to be good. I would say um, we provide exactly what everyone tells us they want. We don't think of these good ideas ourselves. It's actually we we ask our group, "What are you looking for?" They tell us, and we just do it. So if there's something that you want to see let us know and we can make it happen which ironically was the title of our conference this year and <laughs> that was not actually a pun that I just intended but yes <laughs> let us know <laughs> nice right cool should we start in 05 and yeah that's a good stretch cool. that was good <laughs> oh, I wish I'd come now you missed out next year 
fucking in two teams. I'm I'm getting right. it booked in earlier this year, so uh, people can reserve the day. I tell you what, that's the thing with bid stuff, though, isn't it? Like you never quite know. Yeah. What your availability is? Did you have many dropouts? Yeah, quite a few to be honest. But equally, people last minute saying that they thought they couldn't come, and then realised they were free and could they come? So uh, <laughs> it worked out quite nicely. So, Charlotte, we're going to talk about your bidding heaven and hell. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, what's your bidding heaven? What was your biggest achievement or best bid to date? So, I worked on the Bloomberg headquarters bid. Uh, there was a huge team in the IT services division. And uh, I would say just the atmosphere. And I was part of the uh, night before stress, page turning, everyone kind of rushing I think there was about two folders per response and I think there's seven responses so you can imagine how stressful it was but equally very exciting and the energy in the room was uh yeah I would say it's one of the best bids to be involved in even just kind of at this was quite early on in my bidding career but yeah Yeah. definitely one to remember magnificent building absolutely wonderful Mm. building oh well done um, and go on then. What, what's your hell? What was your biggest bidding nightmare? <laughs> I, I won't say what project or anything it's to do with, just in case. Um, I would say the biggest, it's probably the biggest learning that I had as well. Um, I was working on a bid and someone told me that they was working on all these questions that we had. And there was quite a few for this particular person and I would say it got to a couple of days before the deadline and I've been pushing to see the answers start reviewing them check who's on track struggling so so hard and uh, in the end it was about three days before and then they admitted that they hadn't actually started work on it no and uh, it was probably the most stressful thing trying to now dish out there were so many questions <laughs> and it was it was awful we'd we'd had kind of reviews and uh kind of over the phone and said how are you finding it yeah yeah all good going really smooth and had just completely been fooled into thinking everything was okay um from that point onwards i've always uh, made sure to do at least a kind of document checkpoint halfway through at least just to make sure that things are actually being worked on, that people actually understand the questions, know what's going on. Um, but yeah, that was quite early on in my bidding career, but one that's stayed with me and haunts me, I think. Yeah. You, you have to learn from these scars, don't you? Don't yeah. You? <laughs> there's probably, there's probably someone listening now who's like, that, that's every single bid I do. Yeah. <laughs> or someone listening saying that was me that did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, sorry, Charlotte, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> So, Charlotte, before you go, we have three quick-fire questions for you. Um, you're not allowed to think about them. You've got to give us your first answer, okay? Okay. So, number one, what's your top read, the top book you'd recommend? Right. I'm about to be hated. I don't read, and I don't think I've ever completely finished a book. Whoa. <laughs> Well, actually, Mike, we outnumber you because I'm cool with that, Charlotte, and I'm on the same page. 
for want of a better term. Uh, I'm, I'm not a massive reader either. Um, I have a fairly short attention span. I do. I find it really, I can't just sit down. I've, I've read kind of a few biographies and dipped in and out when I'm on holiday, but that's about it. I'm going to have to send you both a book now. <laughs> what can I send you? So you don't like long books. I mean, you know, I don't really like reading, but if I get a good book, like a, I quite like an autobiography. Yeah, uh, I, I can see why, why they are appealing. Do you know what I'm going to send you? I'm going to send you both. Uh, Predatory Thinking by Dave Trott. And he's a advertising executive and he writes in like advertising speaks so like short six or seven word sentences. And it's just, it's just a brilliant kind of sales and marketing bidding kind of book about how you kind of uh, different, different stories about changing people's minds and selling and promoting and, and influencing. I'll give it Thanks. a go. Yeah. Right. I, reckon, I reckon me and Charlotte will read the first two chapters of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's really easy to read and it's like the sort of thing you can, you can, because it's not a story start to finish. Each chapter's on its own. You can kind of pick up and put it down. So I might get you, to, get you two to both finish it. Okay. Challenge accepted. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, question number two then. What was question number two? Uh, so Charlotte, you're the most inspirational person in your career or in your world? Um, I'm going to be really cringe and say my parents. That's really cringe, isn't it? But I would say they've... Uh, both always been really hard working and uh always trying to challenge i think as well not just sticking with processes and how everything's in place actually thinking of better way to do things which i think i've probably taken on board a little bit as well yeah i think that's a, i think that's a, a a valid um person or people um and finally then your favorite quote my favorite quote i have quite a few but one of them is by Henry Ford, and he says, coming together is the beginning, keeping together is progress, but working together is success. Oh, I like that one. It's all about kind of teamwork and actually realising that people can bring a lot of value to what you do rather than just maybe trying to go at things alone. Do you know, I'm writing a blog at the moment about procurement for, um, for a, an organisation I work with. Um, I might have to pinch that as my ending. It's all about collaborative procurement. There we go. Use it. It's a good one. Okay, so um, we're kind of out of time, Charlotte. So thank you very much for being... You're our first guest. Thank you for having me. I feel quite privileged. Yeah, and thank you to Jeremy for introducing us because I've seen all the WIBAP stuff on social media and stuff, but we haven't really had a chance to to say hello. So thanks, Jeremy. And uh, I'll, I'll be sending you a ticket to our next event. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Promise I'll, I won't be stuck in an interview prep session somewhere. We'll, we'll so, give you uh, lots of notice. Yeah. Well, I, and I'll probably have paid for it because I'll be a sponsor again, I would think. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. No problem. More than happy. <laughs> people find out about future events and what's going on in the Web App world? So we've got a website, www.webapp.org, and we've got LinkedIn groups, LinkedIn company page, and we post on all of those. We've got an events page. Uh, it's once you follow us or have checked it out, it's uh, pretty easy to find everything. There's no escape, to be honest. No, so. <laughs> that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> <laughs>
right, thank you. Thank you for having me. And the end of another podcast, Jeremy. We've made it to the end of episode two. We really have. What an achievement. What an achievement. But I, was, I mean, I've got to say, Charlotte's edition made episode two better than episode one. So uh, we're, I think we're on an upward, upward trajectory. We are. We are. Yeah. No, it was, it was good to mix it up. I, 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 feel, I feel like I need to come to a web app event now, but I've, I've always managed to be busy or a bit working on a bid or something when they've been on. Yeah, there's quite a few, and it it feels like it's ramping up. So I think you'll get the opportunity. It'll happen at some point. So what are you up to in the next couple of weeks then? Uh, next couple of weeks, it's my wife's birthday this weekend. Um, so I've uh, got a nice weekend ahead of us, uh, taking her out and all that kind of stuff. And we've got Monday off. Um, although I'm going in to do some pipeline meetings actually on Monday morning with Morgan Sindel and then coming back hopefully before uh, she's up and dressed and ready to go but we're going to go to the seaside I think Um, so other than that um, I've got some business development community stuff with uh, Morgan Sindel up in Liverpool sort of a national uh, conference or meeting uh, we've got a thought leadership breakfast on uh, schools with the ESFA, which you'll see, this is a Morgan Simple thing, which you'll see um, some PR on and things like that, and a bit of a dinner. Um, and then I'm delivering a, on Friday the 5th, I've got a in-workplace training course uh, for an organisation that have bought one of my enterprise toolkit sites. Um, so I'm, tr- I'm training 20 champions who will champion the, the bid process that we've developed together and the training content and tools um, and then they'll have it digitally uh, in their intranet for forever and a day to be able to use and refer wow. back to um, so that's really pleasing because it's the first one that's fully mobilised in their brand so it's, it's, it's a completely rebuilt site in their brand their terminology all of that sort of stuff um, so completely bespoke. So that's quite satisfying um, yeah. to see that. God, that's amazing. Oh, I'm really pleased for you. Yeah. No, thank you, mate. That's uh, it's it's a real milestone. So looking forward to doing more of those as well. Yeah, fantastic. Right. So that is all we've got time for. So we are um, back in two weeks' time. I'm trying to work out. Remember what we're we talking about in two weeks' time. Uh, I've got the wrong button on something in two weeks time we have got a discussion on our bids and proposals a hobby or business critical oh that'll be a good one yeah contentious one that one looking forward to that and is it business critical for everyone or just just the bid team that's probably a good question isn't it mm. okay right well um it was lovely to speak to you again and you chat and you have a good couple of weeks thank you we'll see course, you on the other side everyone listening listen along to the end for the uh, the giveaway and we'll be back in a couple of weeks see ya bye producer of the Red Review podcast. Today's show is almost over, but before we go, I'm pleased to tell you about this episode's giveaway. 
Mike has promised to send a copy of Predatory Thinking by Dave Trott to Charlotte and Jeremy, and we also want to send a copy to one listener. To have a chance of winning a free copy of the book, tweet or post on LinkedIn using the hashtag RedReviewFreeBook and let us know what you think of today's episode. We'll choose a winner at random on the 30th of April, and it's that simple. Now, we are at the end of the episode, so you can find links to information about Mike and Jeremy in the show notes, and we'll see you next time.